to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Keys to the city. I am Trevor Keys alongside the duo, the Joseph McGuire and Ted Keys the third. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What a day it is to be living on the East Coast. Why do I say the East Coast? Because yes, ladies and gentlemen, the East Coast was dominated last night in round one. But an overall great night for sports. The NBA playoffs, we are down to the divisional rounds. Tonight, we got game possibles. Seven in the works with the T-Wolves against the Grizzlies. So we'll see how that goes. Plus, baseball fans, the Yankees and Mets are right now currently 1-2 record-wise. Wow, wow, wow. If you're a New York fan, you are a happy fan today because let's start off with it. That's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. Round one is in the books. All the rumors, all the reports. Well, it's all over with. We are down to now round two and three tonight, and then we'll have four and seven tomorrow. But let's talk about the East Coast. Before we get into the rest of the NFL draft last night, I think it's time that we have to start. Or let's be let's be real. We're Giant fans, and there are Jet fans that watch us. There are New York fans that watch us. We have to start with the New York football teams because last night, let's be honest, that was just a home run. It was a grand slam for both teams. And I want to specifically talk about the New York Giants first. To me, the word that comes to mind very, very simply is competence. When I think of this draft, the first brand new draft, the new era of New York Giant football with Joe Shane and Brian Dable running the helm, they hit it out of the park. All smoke screens. We all heard, oh, Charles Cross was going to be the pick. They didn't like Kayvon Thibodeau. They didn't like his personality. It was all smoke and screens. And I love that Joe Shane and the Giants kept this under wraps from previous regimes. And that's how I feel about this whole Giant draft. It just felt like we have competency back at the top where the past couple of years has just been, we know what it's like. Dark cloud after dark cloud, depression, sadness, frustration. It's just gotten to the point of boiling point for the New York football Giants. But last night, we knew what the Giants needed. All we heard about, they were going to get two solid picks. Yes, they were trying to trade back, but the New York Giants delivered with pick five and seven. And to see that, my only word for you, Ted, is competency at the top of the helm. What do you think after seeing – Top five and seven, how it played out for the New York football Giants, hearing all the rumors. How are you feeling today after New York football Giants home run draft, first round, I should say? you got to be ecstatic. I mean, we talked about this before when we were just talking about the show, but it's all potential. It's projection. But I think if you were a Giant fan at the beginning of the season or beginning of the college season, like, hey, you're going to get Evan Neal and you're going to get Kayvon Thibodeau. You were like, do we have the first and second pick in the draft? <laughs> because that's where, that's where you would slaughter these guys. Now – they could have been one and two. It just, you know, we know how the draft goes. Guys, you know, Trayvon Walker was in the mid-tier guy. And then the last two or three months, because of a combine, because he ran really fast and he jumps really high, all of a sudden he becomes a number one pick. So, you know, that's the game That's the game we play. I mean, it's it's not what you do on the field. It's what you do in shorts and a tank top on a, on a field with no other guys. I mean, listen, 
the, I'm not knocking the guy Walker. He, like Joe said, he might put a nice 10 to 12 year career, might never be a hall of famer, but he might average eight, 10, 12 sacks a year, might be one or two years, hits it right out of the park and becomes, you know, an all pro, but to be, to be the number one pick, you want someone that really stands out. I don't know if he stands out, but I will say this though. He had five teammates go in the first round. So I think it also speaks volume to how well Georgia and that Georgia defense was. And that's not even including their best linebacker, N'Kobe Dean, who didn't get selected in the first round, who could, who might be an early second-round selection. So you're talking six defensive players from your starting defense that could go in the first 36 picks. I mean, that's incredible. So was he really able to shine for himself when there's so many standouts? I mean, it's – it's really hard to stand out when you're surrounded by superstars. You know what well, I mean? So, but for the Giants, you get your right tackle. I don't care who it was. Okay, you even said I don't care who it was. If it was it, I really was, like. That's the. I'm, I'm going to say that Ted. Like Giant fans were complaining, like going to be all of its cross. Look, Giant fans have no room to say anything. We've been god awful for ten freaking years. If you're a Giant fan. You just want two plug-in pieces going right in and impacting your team and helping overall. I don't care if it was Cross. I don't care if it was Sauce. I don't care if it was Stingley. I didn't care if it was Thibodeau, Jermaine Johnson, anybody. We have no right as a New York Giant football franchise right now currently slated in the NFL. We have no right to say, oh, well, we, I'm not happy about this pick. Well, we've sucked for 10 years. We needed home run hits. I know we got a home run hitter, but no matter what we were going to do, Joe, at this pick or these picks, we were going to get two well, impact starters. Well, and here's the thing. You get Thibodeau, right? And you get a five. And I understand the value, the, the thought process thinking. First of all, I said it to you. Do they have all three tackles sitting there at five? You're going, oh, this is beautiful. Pick, you know, the pick, pick, your, pick which one you like. But I'm thinking maybe the Giants thought someone was going to come up to six to Carolina to go get Thibodeau. It was all going to be knowing because that, of the Knowing that all three tackles there and you only have to wait one more pick, you were coming right back. So – I think the Giants looked at it and said, hey, listen, we got all three guys. Pick your poison. I mean, I think the Giants would have been happy with either one of them, all right? Yeah. But, but would the Giants take it icky at seven? Maybe. But I would love to know where the – it'll come out afterwards. I would have loved to know what the Giants' grades were on these three tackles. But to, listen, what was the biggest need for the Giant fans, right? Let me let me get to – hold on. Let me get to one, hold on. It was an offensive lineman. And it was and it was a pass rusher, and you hit them both out of the park. And Trev, you said it; they are stellar guys. They've been impactful starters the past three seasons for their teams. And now it's up to them to live up to the billing in their picks. Well, Joe, you like Ted was just saying. We we thought that the Giants at seven were going to possibly trade out. I just want to give you some quick facts. Last night, overall, include previous. If I put it all together, with all the trades that happened since last year, this draft had a total of 18. But last night specifically, there were nine trades, the most ever. Plus, first time since 1991, the first five picks were all defensive players. Let's remember, this is an, an offensive league, right? The first five picks were defensive players. So, But, by the way, the 91 top six all failed. So I don't expect that to happen. But you look at this top seven, how are you feeling right now if you're a Giant fan? First of all, I want to say this. Look, the last time the Giants had multiple first-round picks, they underwhelmed in each category. I 100% agree. I don't want to give Joe Shane too much credit because he didn't do anything but take the guy that was available to him at the right moment. So let's not 
And he's you know got what? a hole. And he, and he, and he, and he got walkie. And he got walkie. And he got walkie on the beers thing. Joe, that's why I said we have confidence. Joe, we have confidence. Take beers for trading away because wouldn't the Bears love to have a, maybe an Evan Neal protecting Justin Fields? Oh but, yeah. Joe, you got your Justin Fields. Guess what? Thank you. Joe, and that's we why get Joe, Neal and we got Thibodeau. Joe, that's why I said at the word we have competency at the top. Yeah. Because Listen, back then with you, Gettleman, who knows if he takes these two guys. Going into this offseason, the Giants' biggest weakness, like Teddy just said, was glaring need at defensive end, which is just the, the cornerstone of the, the Giants as a franchise, having great pass rushers. That's what they do. And if you're going to play Giants football offensively, that means you probably got a really good offensive line, right? So we already knew going in, those are the two greatest needs. To, to get two guys who and, – and the thing about Thibodeau that I, I think maybe – plays a factor in all this is he made it clear he wanted to be a giant. I think that was, yeah. He, wasn't I, admit, he, he came out and pretty was pretty strong about it, yeah. For a guy whose maybe work ethic is a little bit questioned or his drive or whatever, whatever the question about Thibodeau is, I think putting him on the team he's always wanted to be on. You sent me the video of his reaction to the phone call with Joe Shane. He was he's ecstatic. Ready. He's like, he's I ready. called it. I prayed on it. Right? He did, um, you, did you see the one with Strahan? Strahan and him have been in contact. And, and that's Strahan another thing. Strahan has been, been working uh, with him. Dad, I'm, Dad, I'm so glad you brought that up because Giant fans and people were like, oh, well, I realistic, I got to tell you this. Yesterday I come in, one of my roommates asked, you think the Giants are going to take Thibodeau at one of the picks? And I honestly sat there and I said, I don't think they will because of the personality issues. But then I'm thinking about it really about like last night. I'm like, hmm, personality, defensive ends, Giants. I don't know. They took a guy named L. Lawrence Taylor. He had a pretty big personality. Not saying that these guys. And then another guy. I don't know if you heard of him. He's on ABC Good Morning. He's all over the, the world. He's pretty famous now. His name's Michael Strahan. So if you want to say all the personality issues, the Giants are used yeah, to what having personality big... issues. Does he really have because he's because smart? he's con- no because no but yeah because because people don't like having a boisterous player well, being well, like him. Of all the other guys who can't put a sentence together, I know he's, he's articulate. He's, he's able smart. to put. He's smart. Who gives a crap? He doesn't have a personality. I don't know where people get off because he's articulate. Because football players are supposed to be dumb people. Because half the guys that talk in the league, unless they're quarterbacks, seem to not be able to put a sentence together. And I'm not trying to be biased or weird, but you know, from a lot of you ever listen to some of the people, but they're really smart football players and they're and they're great people. They just their job sometimes, is sometimes Teddy, sometimes I don't think some of these guys take school very seriously. I'm not that articulate either. You know my words. I'm I'm like, listen, listen, listen. Okay. That's favorite word in the book is ya, y a, and Listen, it's his favorite words. It's his favorite words. But we also got to remember, we also got to remember that Ted is a brain like a Ferrari. But let's talk about, we just talk about the New York Giants. That's good. I hope he's flying around the corner, uh, around the bend, like a Ferrari, pulling that e-brake, bending under the tackle's arms and sacking Dak Prescott. Let's talk about the other New York team. Because last year, they hit with the court, their quarterback situation. They believe Zach Wilson's going to be the guy. Perfect. Okay. 
And you go get Elijah Vera Tucker last year, who I love personally. I thought he was going to be a stud. He turned out to be he turned out to be a pretty solid pro so far. And then this draft, they go Sauce Gardner to some maybe the best player in this draft. Then you go Garrett Wilson to some the best receiver, and then trade up and back into the first round and take a guy that I personally love and wanted the Giants to seriously consider at seven if it wasn't Thibodeau was Jermaine Johnson. Now, we don't know why he fell, but to me, you see a guy that's a top 10 talent in this draft to drop to 26 is an absolute steal. So if you're a Jet fan today, oh my God, you have to be ecstatic as well. You get a number one corner, which you fill. You needed a number one receiver. You filled. You needed Ed Rusher. You filled. Now you get two more picks in the second and third round. You got two top 40 picks. So, or maybe they used one of them. I believe they did for that 26 pick. But now they have the 38 pick. You go get an offensive lineman. Bam. Like the Jets just hit on this draft too. So that's why I said this question. Did the East Coast dominate? Because you think of the teams last night. The big winners, guys. The Giants, East Coast. The Jets, East Coast. The Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, they only had one draft pick. But they got the most proven guy out of all the players in this draft in A.J. Brown. They have a number one receiver. You traded your first round pick and a bunch of other nonsense to get A.J. Brown. To get A.J. Brown. Like, we all thought A.J. Brown was going to be a Titan. He was the one receiver we didn't expect to get traded. We thought Debo Samuel. But A.J. Brown is now a Philadelphia Eagle. The Baltimore Ravens, East Coast. They hit a home run by getting a guy named Kyle Hamilton because he dropped because he had a bad 40 time. You know who also had a bad 40 time as a safety? Hmm. I think his name was Ed Reed. Got drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. He turned out to be a pretty damn good football player. And then you go back to trade, as they always like to, you get possibly the best offensive lineman in this draft to some, and Tyler Linderbaum, which you needed. So you guys, did the East Coast dominate the first round of the draft? I know the top four, four of the top ten picks were in the Big Apple. But did the East Coast really dominate this draft last night? Yeah, I mean, first of all, five of the top ten picks in this draft are in New York. And I, I think you could argue, and I think in a few years, the argument might be made that the five best players in this draft all end up in New York. I mean, that's oh. the, I, I really do. All I the think five, the, I, I don't, the five I don't guys, I think with Neil and Thibodeau, uh, Gardner, uh, uh, Johnson or Wilson? Yeah, I mean, I think you could legit. Who's, listen, to, say all, they, who's to say they can't? Best case scenario, everybody's hitting on 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 all cylinders. Again, let's assume now. Here's the thing: I think if you're the Jets going into this season, and as this season plays out, you know there there's always a little bit of question about Zach Wilson, and they've done a great job of just putting together a really great roster and a lot of talent around this guy. Yeah, And I yeah, think just like with the Giants, but in obviously a different situation because he's going into his second year, you have to, you're really going to get a good sense of whether either one of these New York quarterbacks is a star. Well, we already league. know Daniel Jones got the option declined yesterday. That was also a big note for the Giants. Yeah, it, it is, but it's not, right? It's not I shopping. mean, listen, because if, if he doesn't play well, I mean, we all want this to be over and it would be for the best. And if he's going to stay – either going to sign him to a long-term deal or you're going to franchise him and you'll, you'll see how you see how that year works out. So I think from a giant standpoint, I think you're in great shape. It's funny when they, they exercise Dexter Lawrence's and all of a sudden now he's an all pro superstar 
borderline Hall of Famer. And it's like, all right, guys. Yeah, yeah relax. Two, two weeks ago, you were like, hey, a nose tackle at 17? Really? And, and now, now okay. suddenly everybody's like, yeah, man, great. I'm glad we, hey, you know. Hey, Joe, can I ask you, do you think the Giants are going to pick up DeAndre Baker's fifth-year option? <laughs> Dude, that was yeah, what, just, that's part of the class. That's think what, about just... a draft that David Gettleman had where he had three first-round picks and he – Whiffed on all three as far as adding superstars. Again, the Giants needed a uh, alignment and an edge rusher. You got two stars. Then in a couple of years, you might be talking about superstars in this league. It's not often the Giants are in position to do that, to fill a spot like that. When's the last time the Giants, outside of Andrew Thomas, who obviously got off to a pretty rough start and didn't have necessarily a great beginning to his first year, a plug-in starter, day one star. Yeah, I mean, same with the Jets. I mean, both very few and far Dad, between. Dad, you look at both of these teams. I mean, usually these teams like make questionable picks in the past, and you're just like sitting here and you're like, you have competency not just in the Giants front office, but Joe Douglas is doing his thing, and he's he's doing a pretty good job with the New York Jets. So, and that's why another team like. The Detroit Lions is another – I think he's another big winner from first round last night that these teams that have been historically bad the past – recently, it looks like they might be starting to figure it out. With They're starting to have some sort of smart, intelligent people running those front offices now, where in the past, the Lions, we've seen them historically be bad. The Giants have been recently bad with picks. And then the Jets are the same way. Those To me, those are the three winners. And then the Eagles, I mean – what else do I have to say about you just got one of the top 10, if healthy, receivers in the game? And for a team that needed a receiver, you get the most proven guy in this entire draft. Of all these players, you get the most proven guy. You already know where you're getting with A.J. Brown. So to see them get him, I think they truly wanted to go get Jamison Williams. But when he got off the board and got shocked, shockingly surprised, selected by the Detroit Lions, I think that was probably in the back pocket. So to see these three teams in the East Coast, if you really had to, guys, who are your winners from this draft? And if so, is it all from the East Coast? Go well, ahead. I mean, I mean, I I told you before that my three that off the top were for me were the Jets, Giants, and Baltimore. I just feel like Baltimore always finds a way to get the right pieces and they just be becoming stars. I love the two guys. Kyle Hamilton falls. Okay. He ran a bad 40 time, but six foot four, 215, 220 pounds can play in the box can play deep, can cover the tight ends, play running backs. You're going to add a lot of versatility to that defense. Okay. Now you add the best center yeah. who, listen, you go back to his. <laughs> I can bet the Dallas Cowboys are going to be struggling. Don't know what they're, we'll talk about them in a few minutes. Though, oh, too. I think Winderbaum, listen, his, they say he's a little undersized, got small, long arm, short arms. But guess what? He did really well in high school and college and wrestling, his hand placement. They like to run the football. It all starts with the center position. He'll be a, a huge upgrade for the Ravens. But here's another team, the New Orleans Saints. You get your wide receiver, you move up, you go get Chris Olave, who might be the best route runner in this whole entire class with breakaway speed. And then you get your tackle on Trevor Penning. He comes in, he becomes a day one starter. You hit two positional needs. You help out Jameis Winston going forward. The Saints got to be happy. They still have to maintain their defense. That's a competitive team. They always give the Bucks, you know, a run for their money. 
I mean, they match up really well. So for them personally, you got as a Saints fan, you got to like that. Listen, I liked a lot of people's drafts. I really did. Here's the funny thing: you like a lot of people. You look at like where do they fill? Do they fill needs? Do they do they high impact? You know, Dallas gets Tyler Smith. They needed a tackle. Okay, Dallas fills the need. I mean, a lot of teams fill needs. The, the question will be: how do these guys pan out? Two to three years. What guy makes an immediate impact? But listen, we can talk about the Giants and Jets all day and, and beat the drum till there's nothing left. They hit on their marks. The Giants, Jets got That's what good. they needed. They filled. Here's the thing: they filled voids, and they filled them with high impact. High impact. Hold, hold on, I got to show you. That's a, that's a check. That's a win-win. All right. The same for that. They get. I got to show you this. What do you show me? This is it, guys. This is what we yeah, drafted. Okay, last. I get it. At the end of the day, I don't care until they play and they put a real uniform on and they can't, participate. Just can't even be happy. Just going to be miserable. No, I'm happy. happy. That's great. They got well, selected. Yeah, I'm just happy from the standpoint. Look, look. Listen, look. It, guess what? Maybe they don't plan out when the guy's in the yeah, third and fourth round. I get round. that. Look, no one knows I said, it ends up being the best I said player. this at the beginning of the draft. I said this I'm, at the beginning. Hold on. Hold on. I, I literally just pointed out to you the last time the Giants had multiple picks in the first round. All three picks were immediately questioned as not being good choices. Yes. Immediately. That, that, I mean, well, that same, hold on, Dick. hold on. Yeah. That same, DeAndre Baker was the best cornerback in a draft that didn't have any good don't cornerbacks. For, no, don't forget, Gettleman traded back into the first round to draft. Right, right, for a guy who would have been there on, on the second day. Yeah. It was stupid. Those were all reaches, every single one of them. Absolutely. This That's is uh, again two holes, and you just put two massive college superstars in both of those holes. Yeah, I mean, you're almost guaranteed that both of these guys are going to give you 10, 12 years of all pro level, yeah, play. No, again, that doesn't mean they're going to because we've yeah. seen guys fail, but a lot of the times, the guys that fail not for nothing are the Trayvon Walkers. And there's a reason why Hamilton fell. You you bring up Ed Reed. You know how many other quarterbacks didn't run the 40 well and went on to become bums in this league? Yeah. There's a reason why you're looking for the production in school. There's a reason why, again, and like Teddy said, um, this guy jumps really high and, 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 and whatever, has great lateral movement. Who cares? What does that have to do? Can, did, my thing is, can they play the game? on the yeah. football field. Yes. Jermaine Johnson's problem was he, he was a Juco guy, went I to Georgia, that. went to Georgia, and was not great. And went to Florida State. Went to Florida great. State and became the best player in, in the conference. And so there's there's reason for well, a little bit hey, of skepticism. But here's the thing with Jermaine Johnson. Um, can you understand why you do great? Did you see the guys that were in front of him? You see the guys that were at Georgia? <laughs> You got but I guess but again, what I get what you're going to say. It goes to show, up, right, when the talent level was here, he wasn't. I, I came this. here, and then he shot up, and so you got to wonder yep. what exactly. And, and again, maybe maybe he's learned from it. Maybe going there and dominating guys, maybe that made him better. I don't know. That's all you can hope for. But from a from a, from, listen, I, I, I think if you're a Giants fan, like Trevor said, Teddy, I know you're having a bad day, and that sucks, dude. But <laughs> you you you're not understanding. I mean, again, if we could add a Lawrence Taylor to every draft, or, or, or an Andrew Thomas okay. to every draft, if you could add a guy like that every draft, the guy yeah. that's going to give you 10, 15 years of production at like all pro ish level, 
you would sign up for that all day. Now, Listen, that, I, I, no, I know I am excited because I'll just make this real quick. It. If I had to pick, other than Hutchinson, if I had to pick my pass rush, it would be Thibodeau. Now, I know they talk about his bend movement in his hip. It's a little stiff, He does, and he doesn't have great hand work right now, but that's what coaching does. That's what coaching in the NFL. If you're a good coach, you make them better, like Dable did with Josh Allen. Good coaching, like we've seen even in basketball. Look at the Celtics. Give it time. Let the coach do his work. Let him finesse the clay, mold his players. If you're a good coach, you're going to maximize his talent. Michael Strahan comes down and works with Tibbs. And then, like you said, Trev, we talked about this. Neil is a monster, bro. I mean, he started over 40 games in his career for the best football program in college football. He's getting the best coaching. Okay, I understand a lot of Alabama linemen do not do great in the pros. Okay, doesn't mean every guy like we talked about. Just because he's 0 for 30 against the pitcher, eventually he's going to get a hit. All right, he's 6'7", he's 333, he's got great athleticism. He played guard. Then he, as a junior, he started all the games at right tackle, and this year he went to left tackle. He only gave up one sack this season. It was at the end of the season at the last. It was at the end of the. It was the last play of the game. The last play of the championship. I think it was the last play of the national championship. It was the last play of the national championship. He thought they weren't even like he thought they weren't even keeping track. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Evan Neal actually played a better right tackle than he did left tackle in college. Okay, so he'll be a perfect fit for the Giants at right tackle. You have two young bookend SEC linemen. Andrew Thomas had a really good season, but he's still got to get better. He's not where I want him to be. Evan Neal is going to be a monster. Now you got your pin, your pinholes, Joe. You you are locked in. You got your doors locked in. All right. You got receiver talent. I like the Giants. Hopefully, the third round. If the kid Trey McBride out of Colorado State's there, tight end, I'd love for them to take him in the third end. round. I think that would be a nice pick. I think it's ninety-one overall. The Giants have that pick or sixty-seven. Doesn't matter. Take the tight end. Get another defensive pick in the second round. That pick at thirty-six. But I love the two the two and pieces Joseph, that they got. I just Joe. I just hope they live up to the billing because yeah, Joseph, we know. I know if I could just finish this in the last five seconds, we know this: where guys get selected is a big factor of how they progress as a pro. If you know what I mean, we've always talked. If why do some guys work for some teams and then other guys can't work? It's like. What is what is the what is the chemistry that's discombobulated between coaching and player? Is it the lack of talent? Is it the lack of coaching? Is it the lack of work ethic? You know what I mean? You see some guys like, why does this guy always work with Andy Reid? Or why doesn't this guy when he goes to this team, he always fails? So that's my only question. Hopefully the Giants can get the most out of their talent because these two guys are exceptional talents. Joe, Joe, you said it would have been the number one and two picks in the beginning of the college. Joe, you said it best. Like, listen, I'm, I'm we're not sitting here right now and saying that. Evan Neal is going to become the next Jonathan Ogden or Kayvon Thibodeau is going to become the next Lawrence Taylor. We're not saying that. We're just basing this all off of projections. All these players, Jermaine Johnson, Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Jordan Davis, um, Jamison Williams, all the guys that went to the teams that we feel like, Tyler Linderbaum, all these guys that we feel like went to teams that won the first round. It's all purely based on projection. We don't know how these players are going to be. But as a Giant fan, to see this image right here, to know that we have two guys that we desperately needed at two positions that we've been desperately wanting to hit on those both. As a Giant fan, I'm ecstatic. Now, I don't know if it's going to pan out because it's all projection. But if I'm sitting here right now, these fans should be happy. And these fans should be happy alongside these fans should all be happy tonight after last night's um, with the 
also adding the Detroit Lions and the Baltimore Ravens. For me, those are teams that hit the home runs in the first round of the NFL draft. That's all I'm trying to say. I know I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping down like, oh, they're going to be all Hall of Famers. No, we don't know. Some of these guys may not ban out. But if I'm a Giant fan, you have competency. If you're a Jet fan, you have hope, both New York's teams. And if you're the Eagles fans, you just got a stud receiver that you needed to. You're on the cusp of trying to do great things, and you just did it last night. But when there's winners, there's always some losers. And in Vegas especially, we know about that. There's some winners always in Vegas, Ted, and there's always some losers. And last night, well, I'm going to do it again. And Ted might probably – this is where me and Ted might have a huge argument right here. But, Ted, with the Green Bay Packers, I'm going to ask you, were they once again – there were teams that had some questionable decisions. We get that. But were they once again losers of the 2022 NFL draft? Is this becoming an annual thing now? Like realistically, no, is this becoming no. one of the questions? They're not losers. They're not losers. They don't care what Aaron Rodgers wants. This is not about you. We're not making all the changes like Bucks did for Brady. We're not doing that. We're gonna stick to our okay. formula. You sound good. Then, then guess what? Keep losing. Keep losing. Listen. Good. The Packers have a formula for 20 straight years now, because you got to add this year, they have okay. not selected a running back, receiver, or tight end in the first Yeah, round. how many Super Bowls have they won in that time period? Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. The other guys they've gotten is all pros. They Greg Jennings. Okay, but how many? How many? Devontae Ted, Adams. Ted. Randall Cobb. Answer the question. They got two. They got picks now in the second, third round. You can go get a receiver in this round. I'm answering you. I'm asking you a question. How much is all that great talent that we just said? I know they've had great talent. I'm not saying that. How much is if you're good enough, Joe? Like you would say as a quarterback, make players better. If you're the superstar quarterback that you are, Aaron Rodgers, stop complaining. You don't need a number one. You can make other people. How did Tom Brady win all those Super Bowls with no number one receiver? Because he's Tom Brady. David Patton and and, uh, David Givens and Little White Edelman. And then we got got Wes Welker and this guy. They didn't have a number one. Aaron Rodgers. Because it's it's Tom Brady. There's a difference. You can't compare Brady and Rodgers because they're two different personalities. They're two different personalities. Personality doesn't make a difference on the football field. Joe Rogers is a selfish player. He wants his big contract. Brady takes restructures contracts and tries to get players into his to wants to win. I get it, but who were they going to get at one of those picks that was going to change the franchise? I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Ted, I'm not. Look, I'm not saying this. Okay, shut up. They can go get a receiver in the second, third round. There's enough talent. Go get a George Pickens. Go get a Sky Moore. There's enough receivers. Go get Yo, the kid Watson out of North I'll, Dakota State. Yo, I'll let you take it away because I can't even answer the damn question. Okay. Ted, let me ask you a question. Damn, Who's the most important player on the Green Bay Packers? Aaron Rodgers. No shit. Who is the most miserable quarterback in the NFL all the time? Daniel Say Jones. it, Ted. Huh? What could you do yesterday? What could you have done yesterday with two picks in the first round that would have made a miserable quarterback who's the most important player on your team happy? 
I don't care. This is not about it's him. It's as simple as it is about no, him. It, it, it is about him. No, it's, a business. it's not about him. No, if it's they, a business. It's about the franchise in the future. It, not if it's right, but the investment they've made is in him. No, and if he's no, not no, happy, it, he's not going to be good. Is year, is, his contract is literally, even though it's a three-year contract, it's literally a one-year deal every year. Every and year, yeah, this 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 so, very well could be the last year because they failed him again. And how much is he getting paid, Ted? How much is he getting paid a year? What, how could see you? You gotta stop saying I don't care because you're just ignoring questions, bro. You're I don't care about what he's making for money. You're trying to push everything away. You're Wait, just, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're talking about the franchise, you, then you're talking about the most valuable commodity of said franchise. Who are we talking about? Aaron Rodgers. The answer to all these questions is going to be Aaron Rodgers. And and I the reason I'm asking these questions the way I'm asking them is because he's the most important part of that team. And and he wants certain things. And you have to get those for him. It's like LeBron James. You gotta if you want LeBron to play on your team, you better go out and get the things he tells you to get. You. Now, you could still run the team and you still make the picks you got to make, but when he tells you he wants something, you got to make sure you get it. And He's Joe, not I- very happy. He says he was surprised by the trade of Devontae Adams. And that's that's not I'm a saying. good start. Joe, not a good you. start to this offseason. And hey, your point, Joe, can I tell you something? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The 11 first-round picks for the Green Bay. As I was going to say to add to your point, I wanted to make, yeah, I just, because I want to make a point, damn it. I'm trying to make a damn point. All I'm trying to say is, when you're in a league right now, that you've just seen an offseason, a historical offseason, you've seen Brady, They've he asked for weapons, they go get weapons. Matthew Stafford and the Rams, they go add weapons. The Chiefs, they go add weapons. The Raiders, they added weapons this offseason. The Chargers, they added weapons. They are trying to help their quarterbacks and their franchises to win a Super Bowl. And when the Packers, who have been right there the past couple years, literally, and for a guy, you just lost one of the best okay. offensive Here, players. Here's the thing. It doesn't, mean they didn't try, it doesn't mean they didn't try to trade up. The, val- the, the teams have to be willing to yes. trade. Okay? Well, you they can't sit here, Ted. They didn't have, hold on. They didn't have a – they didn't have – to go, they couldn't go get AJ Brown because they didn't have the money financially okay. to sign him. Okay, so they okay. can't go get a veteran receiver. All right, and there was no Jamar Chase in this draft. There was no Jamar Chase. They weren't okay. going to get be able to get one of the four top guys. And when you had six receivers go by eighteen, what was it? Eighteen, the first eighteen picks, six of them receivers on the ball. There was no receiver at that time at twenty-two or twenty-eight that was going to make that much of a difference. There was no need. So what do you do? You take value. You have. They need help on the defensive line, okay? All they have, um, what was it, Kenny Clark. They need another pass rusher interior D-line. You get the kid, Devontae Wall, they okay? They lost, they lost to Darius Smith. They need another pass rusher. They need but a they guy have who two picks. Gray Walker. Last, okay. year they last year they questioned their pick about taking J.J. Stokes, the cornerback out of Georgia. How'd that pan out? He turned out Okay, how'd it pan out? What happened? What happened again? Yeah, what Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers scored seven points because yeah, he didn't want to throw I'm not, for another receiver. I'm not, def- I'm not a defender of Aaron Rodgers. I'm not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. But when yes, they only scored seven points, it's because they shut down Devontae Adams and 49ers. Yeah, but there was another guy wide open, and he didn't want to. That's Aaron Rodgers. When when the number two, when Valdez Scanlon's running across the or the um, who's the other one that they have? The other big receiver that they have. 
the number two. Valdez Scanner, who's the I other don't one? Tell you. you talk you talk away. Go ahead. Do you remember the third down pass that he threw to double coverage down the middle of the field to Devontae? And the guy was running the underneath uh crossing route was wide open. That's Rogers not hitting the open guy because he didn't trust him. That's on him. It's his fault that he scored seven points. Not because he didn't have receivers. I Sorry, get, I it's called that. the quarterback make the right read. He but guess what now? They scored on the first possession. Joe, we said it. Who do you blame? You you don't you blame Aaron Rodgers? For, you're supposed to score points, bro. But guess what? Guess what now? You could beat Jimmy G, and you scored seven points. Well, guess what? That's on Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, now you're better. Now you're coming into the uh, Ted. I, that's fine. I get that. But now you're coming into this season. With no Devontae Adams. Okay, so, so who's go draft some receivers who, now. Who's the question is okay, that's fine. But you had two first round picks and you didn't take a receiver with one of them. Sure, because the difference between who they were gonna take at twenty two and twenty eight is still gonna be there in the second and third round when they have multiple picks. And they at have the, a they have the a succession know. plan. They have great you know we talk about the Giants. Joe was saying, how many times do the Giants miss on their picks early? Every time it feels like if you look for years, how many times did the Giants miss on their first round pick? You know what the Packers have? They, they did a report. The Packers get the most value from players rounds three to seven since 2011. Okay. It's, okay. it's an incredible. They have okay. Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Devontae. They were all second and third round picks. They okay. were all pros. So Ted, guess what? Not- if they get a guy in the second or third round receiver, they pick up two receivers. I guarantee one of them is going to make the Pro Bowl in the next three years. Okay. And he's going to be an all-pro for 10 years because so, that's what the Packers do. My whole argument about this. I get what you're saying. You need, you need to put talent around and make them happy. I but know, at the end of the day, got, there was no one there at 22. They all there got great no talent. One. They all got great talent. I get that. They've been exceptional during their tenures. So as who football would you have players. drafted? I'm asking you, who would you have drafted? I'll tell you what I would have done if I was the Packers early in this draft. I would have traded one of my two first rounders to move up. What if the teams weren't willing to trade back? You got to have your. It looked like people were willing to to move. There was nine trades last night. You tell me if teams weren't trying to trade back. I mean, here's the thing. Have you read any reports about the Packers, what they offered, what they tried to do? Did they try to move up? We don't know. We probably won't know. It says right here that. I hope they tried. Joe, all I was trying to say is is that you have one of those picks. I, I know there's not a home run threat maybe at that point, but to t- just go get a weapon for a guy that's been asking for something, and on top of it, to lose the best offensive player maybe in all of football, uh, to not add that, I know they got draft picks. But also, I have to make this argument, final point about this before I ask to talk about the other couple teams. When you're on the cusp of trying to win a Super Bowl and you've been at the top of the pinnacle for that long, like right there, aren't you trying to like make that leap like the other teams instead of like I, 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 think, this, I think this they have a cumulates to one championship. All those I great talents. Think, I think you have a big board, and when six receivers, who I don't think the Packers saw all six receivers were gonna go, right? And say you got your big board, you got your top 50, yeah. right? In your first round, yeah. you got your 50, right? Your six receivers are within the top 30, right? And then they go, right? And you're looking at your draft going, you know, damn, the six receivers that one of them we wanted can't get them. Our next tier of receivers is somewhere in the second and third round. But we got like 10 defensive guys at one through 10. And the next receiver that we want is like 12, 15, and 18. Are you really going to go get the receiver that you have 12 on your board over 10 guys that fill a need that can be an immediate impactful defensive player for you? 
I mean, that's but, what, that's my question. If you're the GM of the Packers and your next eight to ten guys on your big board are defensive-minded guys, maybe there was a tackle there and they didn't take the tackle, maybe the, or something but that Joe, they wanted. But Joe, right? And I had them take it. The receivers a need right there. But if if you're if you're First eight guys are not a receiver. On your, I'm asking both of you. You got your rankings right, and the first eight guys are not receivers because you're the six that you wanted already gone. Are you going to take the ninth guy on your board just because you you want to make your quarterback happy, or are you going to take looked, the guy who's number like the one Patriots on your board? Did. <laughs> Joe, strange. That's a Joe, Joe. That's a strange. Jeff, they did that last year. Remember, they took the safety in the second round. They drafted out and they took the safety. It was a division two kid. Remember, oh, they took great. Actually, I forgot. Oh, Kyle. Uh, what's his chin? name? Was it chin? No, it, no, chin went to Carolina. That was. Oh, I know who you're talking about. He's actually but, been pretty but good. But last year, we questioned the thing. He, he was a real. He had real. You know, he, he Duggar. Kyle Duggar. He produced, I think. But I, but we were questioning. It's like, why did they get him like at thirty six when he would have been there like fifty or? Listen, the Patriots live on a whole different planet than everyone else. Okay, they do. They they're the only team that like. No, you know what they're doing? They're taking a break from dominating the NFL for the past twenty years. They're like, you know what? There you go, guys. You take over. Have some fun. We already did our thing. Nobody's gonna ever do what we replicated. Um, close out. Any other teams? I know the Packers. We just. Talked very extensively about yeah wins championships. I get that their defense has been great though. The Packers defense has been very very good. That's been a major hit for them. They got to score points. You got to score points. Defense wins championships, but the Green Bay Packers defense doesn't win championships. Yeah, their defense isn't that great. And I no, I think no, their defense has been good, Joe. It's slow down. Is it the eighty-five Bears? Is it the twenty-twenty-two Rams? I mean, be serious. Is it the '86 Giants? It's not. No, so, but again, now they are. Again, well, but but again, listen. It, the Ravens of the 2000s. That that was a defense that won championships. They were. Let's the not mistake. I mean, you know I'm saying, let's not mistake defenses that win championships as opposed to teams with a really good defense and a great offense. So because were, that's what that's what wins championships in the NFL we're currently living in. So the Green Bay Packers defense, Rankins by defense, they were the third-rated defense last year. That's what I'm saying. They got a really good defense. So why – that? Why? Why? okay, you just said the defense wins championships, Sanders. Well, it better win a championship now because we know Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the weapons to do it. <sighs> yeah. Hopefully the defense can. Any other teams that you saw after the first round that made you a head scratch? Um. A strange pick. I mean, I mean, the Patriots because of what they did. Um, here's another thing. So, if we're gonna have this question, right, about Green Bay, why don't you have the question about Kansas City? I was gonna say the same thing. I think the I think the Chiefs go and get McDuffie at 21 is a great pick. I don't like that they um, I didn't get a receiver. They went both defense. Now they that's, now I understand. Yeah, that's a team that need, I don't think George Karloff is. Yes, they needed edge rusher help. But I think a Pickens right there could have been available. I mean, I think George Pickens, I mean, we're just talking about receivers. George Pickens, if he doesn't tear his ACL early in the season, we're talking about him possibly being another top 10 receiver in this draft. That's how talented George Pickens was with the Bulldogs. So that's what I'm trying to say is that you still had a guy like George Pickens, a guy like Christian Watson. I know Sky Moore, who's not the biggest guy. Can I interrupt you for one second? Breaking news, Trevor Bauer just got suspended for two more seasons. Two more seasons? Wow. Yeah. So Trevor Bauer is done. His, his career is over. He'll never come back and, and step foot on a diamond again. I got one team that I did not like to pick. And hear me out and think about this. 
I did not like the commanders taking Jahan Dotson. I didn't like it. And the reason I say that, they already have a guy on their uh, roster exactly like this. I uh, like him. Another Big Ten guy, Curtis Samuel. Literally the same type of weapon. Now, I know that Olave, all these guys were gone. By the way, I love the Saints going to get Chris Olave. I think that was a, a, a really good pick. I know Jamison Williams. But I did not like Washington going to get Jahan Dotson. I'm not, I wasn't a fan of it. I mean, I feel like they could have used offensive line help, maybe a guard. They lost Schrift in the um, in the offseason to Jacksonville. So I feel like they could have won offensive line. I know they needed receivers, but it was Dotson the number one guy on their board at the time? I didn't like that pick. I, at Green Bay, I wasn't a fan of. I love Quay Walker. I think he's going to be an absolute stud in this league. But just to not get a receiver at one of those picks, Kansas City not getting a receiver at one of those picks, like teams that needed – I know they filled needs. Like the Chiefs filled defensive needs. They were historically – they were not a good defensive team either. Green Bay filled needs defensively. But for two teams that lost major, major contributors, major weapons on your team, you have to somehow – you're not going to get it all back in return that quickly, but you have to slowly try to get back to that piece. And it's a huge piece that both of those teams got rid of Joe. So that's me for, I don't know if you have another loop, if you have a team that you really didn't like their first round, but to me, those are like, some I'll tell you, yeah, I've got one and it's, I, I don't know that it's uh, uh, as an obvious pick, but I think Drake London to really? Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, okay. Who's throwing to him? Marcus Mariota, baby. Right. I mean, you're giving Marcus Mariota weapons. Your defense is still god-awful. There's, I mean, uh, to me, t- taking Kyle Pitts last year That's only a- to unload Matt Ryan, and I mean, was yeah. stupid. I mean, was, yeah. Atlanta has shed a lot of good offensive players. They've lost a lot of defensive players. Yeah. Like, they're adding great talent. Again, I mean I, – I, I just – you're looking teams are like, like the Giants. Again, two glaring needs, and they fill those. I feel like Seattle – I mean, not Seattle. I feel like if, if Thibs was there at eight, I feel like that could have been the pick. But I know that they that, – Joe, they, they don't have a receiver, Joe. They don't have no, no – like, I, I, I mean, other than Kyle that. Pitts and Cordero Patterson, they don't yeah. even have any – or other, other, Yeah, other that's their team. own problem, though. That's their own fault. And, and again, well, it's I not, mean – It's not their fault that their number one receiver at the time decided to go uh, say, hey, let's go throw some money. Listen, I, I, I also like the pick because whatever happens with McCorn, you got to at least – you got to – I just gotta, thought what Sanders said is a good point. But – but I understand he's small. You got priorities. I just thought you had bigger priorities right now. If I were them, I would have traded back again. Hey, Packers, you want to make a move here at eight? I'll take those two, the two, the the two picks in the twenties. Yeah. I need to, I need to add a lot exactly. of players. Yes, yeah, that so would have made a lot of sense. I mean, again, I understand. Listen, if you think Drake London is going to be the next great receiver, then of course. Yes. Pitts last year, get it. He's a, a top shelf tight end, but you've got more immediate and glaring needs. And again, you're asking Marcus Mariota, a guy who hasn't started in several seasons now. Mm-hmm. To I mean, what? Your offensive line is terrible. I don't know. I think when you're when you're picking premium shelf talent, you gotta have a line and someone to throw to these guys. This team is building like in a weird way. 
I, I get the idea of, you know, maybe you feel like generational talent, 6'4", 219. That's well, a big Joe, guy. They screwed themselves last year, like you said, when they took Pitts over one of the quarterbacks. They could have taken Fields. They could have taken Mac. I mean, realistically, Fields could have been the pick right there. Atlanta guy. And they took Pitts because they felt like they're going to run it. And you just said it. They're going to try to run it back with Matt Ryan. Well, that run back, I guess, was only for a year. Well, I, also, I also think that they thought they were going to have Calvin Ridley or trade in him, and then you would have Ridley him, and you could have went with an offensive lineman or a defensive player. Ted, who's a, Ted, who's a team that you didn't really like from their first round that was maybe thinking head-scratching? Who do you think? Um, I didn't like the Texans' second pick. Kenyon Green, like I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I would have went somewhere different. I thought that was a little early. If you had to pick, if you had to pick I was looking for the Packers have the 53rd and 59th pick. I think they got to come up and either get Sky Moore or Watson. Um, yeah. So I think, and because I was just going through the draft, by the time they go, I think both of those guys will be off the board. And I think they're going to have to either package one of those picks to come up to go tell get me, one. Of tell me if I'm wrong on this, guys. Uh, big loser last night, Tennessee Titans. No. How you got, how do you got I mean you just got rid of a top ten a top ten receiver? And I think and I think the kid that's gonna come in is fill, fill his void easily. Did you see did you see they only offered He's the same him? type of guy, big, strong, physical, almost like identical type of body. He's Dude, got you're and, now, you're and now you're saving and now you're saving a hundred million dollars because you're you decided to pay Ryan Trav. Trav, you're you're not get hurt. AJ Brown. I'm gonna, yeah, I was gonna say, listen, I've got him on a couple of my fantasy teams. Guy's barely ever in the lineup. When he is, you just got a guy, you just got a guy who projects to be a similar player to him who's younger and healthier, who's making a ton less money. I I I think this is let 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 someone else pay AJ Brown and we'll get the next AJ Brown. And and you got another pick pick out of it. This is a right, right. And Teddy, this is a league that favors that sort of receiver. So, right, he steps right into a perfect situation. Yeah. And, and, and here's, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. He hasn't played a full season since he's been in the league. All right. I understand he's really good. He's physical, but you're going to get the same guy in Traylon Burks. You and me, Trev, he's almost the same body projections, physical. He's a physical, hard note. He's got speed. He's saved the money. I listen, I get it. He hasn't done squad douche in the league again you know what you're taking a chance we'd rather take but we also understand the nfl is a business right when you pay ryan Tannehill the money you pay him when you're paying derrick henry when you're paying taylor Juan, when last year they gave bud dupree the big money when you 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 uh kid bird the safety you have to make some business decisions they offered him up to 20 million dollars with incentives per year bless you it's not enough all right there's not there's not there wasn't the you had to make a decision. Yeah. I, I get it. It's it wasn't the ideal situation. It's just like when we're talking about trading away Bradbury, who was an impactful corner, or trading away Kadarius Tony, who we saw when he played. It's yeah, but they didn't. They, they gave. They but, gave but we were at the point as Giants going, all right. You want to trade Saquon? Let's see what the most we can get for yeah, him. Yeah, but they're, they offered him sixteen million. That's, oof, I mean, that's. I told you last night. What if the Giants said, "Oh, here's Kansas, hey, Kansas City or Green Bay. Give me the twenty-eighth pick. I'll give you Tony." Now, am I going to get a Tony at the 28th pick? Probably not. But, I mean, I get another first-round pick where I could fill another significant role. I mean, that's why I'm surprised, like, the Packers haven't gone or, or someone said, Giants, here, we'll give you the the Chiefs. Here you go. Give me the 20th or the 9th, 30th pick. We'll give you the pick. We'll get Kadir's Tony. Maybe teams didn't feel the value of that. Giants said, uh, Debo's not getting traded. 
Guess you not. Know, they, yeah, the Jets offered them the tenth and another draft pick, and the 49ers declined. So, 49ers like are not trading him, bro. Well, how are you going to trade him when Trey Lance is going to be? You're going to trade your best asset when you're getting a rookie quarterback it's to start. That, no, that I get, sense. I get that. It's just when a guy doesn't want to be somewhere, you. He'll be there when he, he'll be there. He'll be fine. They'll work it out. I know. Ted, Ted knows everything. That's why. That's why he should predict the future. He's not getting traded. He just sits here and just says, I don't care. I know. Here's, Everything's going to go thing. my way. Here's the thing. After this, okay. they got to find all the rookies. So that means the salary cap is earned. Who are you going to trade for now? They're not going to trade players because you can't trade. And you can't you can't trade draft picks. The draft's over, bro. So I, I want your second and thirds? No, bro. I wanted multiple first rounds because they don't have a first round this year. And they don't have a first round next year because they trade away. So what, you're going to give me picks next year? No. That doesn't this help is- me now when I got trade wins. We're going to give him a damn Reggie bar. That's what we're going to give him. No, but there's a lot. A lot could happen tonight. We could be seeing a lot of trades. We're going to see what happens with the whole Baker Mayfield situation too because that is a name to keep an eye on, James Bradbury. The whole Lamar Jackson thing gets a little more intriguing too. So Also, does hold- Baker Mayfield get traded tonight? I- Ted doesn't listen, Joe. Ted does not listen. I literally just said that two seconds ago. <laughs> Ted, listen. Ted, do better. Be better. No, were you shocked Malik Wills did not get drafted? I, I was, yeah. especially. Although, listen, I get I get Pickens. I think kind of like with Hutchinson. Pickens, Whatever his name is. I don't like that kid. I don't like him at all, I'll be quite honest, dude. He did that dirty move where he oh, faked he the slide. Did. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't like people like that. That's He's just got a like dishonest character. Like behind. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I, you know. Listen, Malik Willis. We know what's wrong with him. He's short, and uh, he's not that short. Is. Hey, uh, Drew Drew Brees uh, fell to the second round in a similar situation because of his height. So hey, it happens. You know, you know who's got the first pick? Don't call me crazy. Don't be surprised. But the first pick tonight is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Don't know. If maybe they shock everybody. They go maybe defense, but don't be surprised if they want to say, "Hey, Tom Brady's not going to be here forever." Could use a backup quarterback. I know they took Kyle Trask last year, but we'll see how that works out. There's a lot of great talent still available in this second round, but we got to keep an eye on what Baker Mayfield, James Bradbury. He got guys like Kobe Dean, Malik Willis, Andrew Booth, Brees Hall, Arnold Epichetti, David Ajabu, Kyler Gordon, Bo Meff, and Christian Watson, Sky Moore. That's the top 10 players still available. So the Giants are going to get a possible first-round projected player and a solid possible starter. It better, be on, it better be on the defensive side of the ball. I, yeah, that's. I'm. I'm hoping it goes defense. Maybe uh, safety corner. Maybe add another edge rusher. Maybe linebacker. We need a linebacker too. Nicobe Dean is still available. This is a big draft. Uh, second and third round. We're going to see possibly a lot of trades. Maybe some big names. Baker Mayfield. All in all, it's a home run for the East Coast in round one. A hell of a draft. A historical draft to just adding to an already historical. Off season, I like I said at the beginning of the show, we will be back Monday to recap all of the NFL draft. How does Big Blue finish? How does Big Green finish? How about the Eagles? How about does the Packers trade up a lot to unreal in the next coming days? So I cannot unreal. wait. Unreal. unreal, unreal, unreal. I like to use words too, Ted. Random Joe words, unreal. Joe. Unreal. We like to unreal. unreal. <laughs> But we, we will we will talk also next week. We will talk. Hey, flip that switch on behind you. Maybe help your brain out. <laughs> There's a, a light cloudy. on. It's a little cloudy right now. It's getting cloudy. Turn the switch on behind you. There's a switch behind your head. Oh, I know, flip I it. know. Maybe the light oh, yes. We'll be back talking 
baseball next week, how the New York Yankees have maybe found their groove, the New York Mets, boy, oh, boy, New York fans loving right now what's going on, the New York Rangers hockey playoffs starting next week, and they got the NBA playoffs. Get the top four Eastern Conference teams. A lot going on right now in sports, but we're going to be back next week. A rough start to the week for New York sports with those damn Nets, huh? Oh, the Nets? Yeah. Who cares? I'm glad they're gone. That's a that's a plus. That's no. it, Joe. You're a Knicks fan. You should be happy. They're still. That's a New York sports team, though. No, nah. It's a New York sports team. They're no. Forget about it. Forget about it. Thank God they lost. I was actually rooting for the Celtics. I'm not a Boston guy, but I was rooting for the Celtics to win. I don't. No. I do not like the Brooklyn Nets at all. I do not. I did not want to. That was the one team I did not want to see. Advance or get? Oh, I forget the- you're a you're a, a Lakers nope. fan. No, I am a. Well, what the hell was no, no. this? What was that? Yeah, yeah, I'm a you're a Lakers fan. I got it. What does this mean? No, I nothing. Mean, what do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah, I forgot. You you're a, a Lakers fan. Are you saying I'm a fake Lakers fan? No, 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 no. A Lakers fan. I don't like. Yeah. That. I don't like that. That's Teddy, you know like. what I'm saying. I'm not a LeBron fan, if that's what you're saying. I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm, oh, far- I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a Kobe guy. Come on, Kobe. Teddy. Back, me, back the brother the up. Back the little brother up. Yeah, he's a Kobe guy. Kobe. I, Joe doesn't believe me. You are a Lakers fan. I'm, Joe, do I, I, have 100%. To get, Joe, do I have to get back the picture of you holding a football again and showing the youngsters <laughs> how to hold a football properly? I mean, hey. I What? What are you going to say? I was going to say, but this is where, as much as last night's draft was fun and interesting. It's always, and, yes. And spectacle, this is where you get your money makers. Second, yeah. third, and then tomorrow, fourth, fifth. That's where that's where you're going to get your real value of this teams. And that's where you, I mean, the Texans still have 11 picks. That's crazy. Which is incredible. Which means, though, you can you got flexible mode. They're not going to make all 11 picks. But for a team that needs a lot of, you can go and now you pick the guys that you want and you go trade up and get them. Well, we'll see. There's a lot of great talent at the top of the second round. So we'll see. The Giants have 36. The Jets have 38. The Buccaneers starting off tonight. We'll see what they do. Do they go quarterback? Do they shock people and go Malik Wells? Or do they add to the defense where they do need help in the interior and secondary as well? A lot happening. A lot's going on in sports right now. Hockey playoffs, NBA playoffs, Yankees, Mets, baseball's running high. And now we got the NFL draft. What a time, like I always say to be a sports fan. We are streaming on all social media platforms at Keys of the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Global Crest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.